Hello, and welcome to A Call for Love. I believe the most powerful gift you can offer yourself is to give and receive love more freely. I'm your host, Linda Orsini, meditation guide and spiritual coach. Everyone has the desire to be seen, heard, respected, and loved. The journey to becoming more connected to your greater purpose lies within the ability to live from the deep source of love within you. Let's begin. Welcome to A Call for Love, Alicia. And for listeners to A Call for Love, this is my dear friend. I met her in January and we have fast-tracked to lifelong friends. I feel like we are so aligned because not only are we both retired school teachers, but she is uh, into a kundalini yoga. She's a mother of three and she has a long history of love lost and found just like myself. So Alicia, welcome to A Call for Love. I'm so happy you're here and I can't wait for you to share your message with us today about the three keys to manifest love after heartbreak. Wow, this is a fantastic topic. Thank you, Linda, for having me here. Uh, It's an honor and it's a pleasure to be here and share those uh, beautiful tips for the audience that love is possible after heartbreak. I know that I am divorced. And I tell you, when I was going through the depths, I thought I would have to pick my heart up with a spatula. That's what I always said. But I'm very happy and in very much in love. And I know you have your story as well. So how can you share with us that there is hope? There's hope after breakup. Yeah, first of all, I would like to, you know, share that I went through the breakup and I'm a very sensitive person. (laughs) And that's shattered me in the pieces so when you're talking about your heart you have to pick up with spatula I didn't know where my heart was <laughs> I just lost it and it's I felt that I have to find through the soul and spiritual work to find just myself because my heart was given away so deeply to my family to my ex-husband to my kids and the voice just broke everything ripped everything uh, so it was very painful experience uh, but through the guidance of my higher self or kind of I was listening to the voice of learn the lesson, learn the lesson. I didn't know what the lesson was, but my biggest question was, what is love? <laughs> and, <laughs> love. I thought I loved really deeply. <laughs> it was not working. Wow. So kind of, uh, yeah. <laughs> that was journey in, interesting to journey to discover what love is and what's happened I have to find the deepest compassion and kindness to myself because I wouldn't be able to function and connect with myself what I would say I live now in a very loving relationship I feel fully myself I enjoy my life. I enjoy to be with my loving partner, who is my best friend, uh, best lover, traveler, and my companion. And But it's like I mentioned, it wasn't always like that. So I know where I was. And by the way, I married when I was 19. What am I supposed to know about life when I was 19? <laughs> I didn't even know myself. So deeply devoted and committed to family. 
uh, but I didn't know who I was. <laughs> I lost this. I, I lost the sense, and I become very determined mother and wife, and you know, and on a way, it cost me a huge price. <laughs> I pray, I pay for that, and I believe all of you they might have a very similar story. So especially who are looking for. Uh, that beautiful, lasting love that you feel joyful and happy and passionate and you are, you feel adored and you adore another person. Um, yeah. I know that I fully agree with you. What do we know? We're all, all on a journey of self-discovery. And I am very grateful because I actually have a very good relationship with my former husband. But uh, it was not easy, and it is a journey. And I would like you to share with us your keys on how to manifest great love. Yes, they are specific. And before I even introduce the, those three keys, I would say that we have a myth that the life supposed to be to the rest of your life, that fairy tale that it's uh, constantly pushed in movies, on books. And actually, it's not possible, especially in this time when we are going through the transformation, the world is going through transformation, mm -hmm. the expectations that our uh, grandparents, grand-grandparents, our parents, they have, we have a different, we won't have different relationship. So we, in a process of evolution, we're going to deal not only with one partner and um because we're growing and shifting and changing. I'm a different person that I was in my previous relationship. And and sometimes the, pair, the partners are not growing with us. We need to let them go or they learn your learn new way of living. Um, so that's cause as well a heartbreak. And you know what? The lifespan of, of humans has increased. So we're yeah. living close to 100 now. It's really remarkable if we can have one relationship seriously and we have a different um, ability to connect we don't need to have someone who su supports or financially supports us or because we were pretty I was pretty young and I had kids grown up when they well, I was in 40s I felt like a new person so um that's the new ability to show up, but we don't want to show up the same way because we know that something didn't work. Um, and that's number one. <laughs> Key number one is connecting, connecting with your own power. Yeah, it's easy to say, but to recognize, you know, how to connect with our own power, it's to recognize when we lost our power. And I use our past relationships as a learning tools to know where I was without shaming or blaming or feeling uh, guilty, um, but with a loving, open mind um, to recognize where did I lost power in my relationship? And we does. <laughs> because to, as well, to know that create and shift in our consciousness, um, there is another spot that is an important concept is to know that we're taking responsibility, that it's two people. It's not only one person with letting go of the victim story. And we know that there we had a certain part of that dynamic. And it would be a 3%. Uh, you know, I'm not diminished any other's faults. They, they probably they were tough situations, so I acknowledge the pain. 
but we can always find even 3% what we are taking responsibility. Yes, and, yeah? and that's a doorway to your freedom, actually. That's when I stop blaming and be stuck and constantly knowing what my ex-partner did and not knowing what I contributed to. We contribute to that dynamic. And so to recognize when I lost my power or someone lost their power, it's, it's, that's the key number one. So for example, how often we ignore our feelings and needs, how we sacrifice our needs and our wants and desires for that fulfillment of that relationship how we lost our power by losing ourselves in that relationship, how we devote our lives to somebody. And then of course that caused a huge resentment and, and anger because we didn't receive it. So that is uh, one of the very important concepts that we are losing our power. For example, if we not acknowledge, with not acknowledge our feelings with ourselves, we are not able to also share with others. And when we not share our feelings and needs with somebody, with our partner, we creating narcissistic uh, patterns in others because we are just focusing on giving and not acknowledging our, what is important in our life. Maybe it could be, you know, we're afraid to say it. Maybe we are, um, you know, when we're not aware of it as well, that's what we're creating this. How many times we knew so much about our partners and we totally neglected ourselves. Um, and, and then we felt burnout in a relationship. So putting someone before our own needs cause that pain as well. Not speaking for yourself as well. And sometimes we ignore those red flags or something we know that it's not working. And we feel in our guts, we feel in our psyche, we now intuition speaks, but we're putting this on the site. And just putting and putting, yes. So what you're saying um, is that a relationship may break up. One of the things is it's because we lose our power. And in order to step into new relationship, we have to reclaim our power. So it's something that we've lost and now we're stepping into. Yes, because it's good to see what we lost, what didn't work. You know, it's learning from our mistakes learning from our uh, how we show up in the relationship, past relationships and shows the dynamic, give us a new tools. So the opposite is going to be speaking for yourself, speaking the truth, be authentic, um, respect your feelings and respect your needs and respect your own desires and openly talk and share with someone. So if someone is not really acknowledging our feelings and needs, maybe that it's not the right partner. Those kind of, you know, when we step in that fine foundation, knowing what didn't work, how I show up before, here it is, I claim my power. Um, you know, I don't need to give too much. Maybe we're pleasing others, but we give it too much. And maybe hmm. you can't always blame um your partner because I know when I was younger 
I I didn't I didn't speak my voice. So how can somebody honor you if you're not really sharing your needs and your your boundaries? So we actually sometimes set ourselves up in that predicament if we don't know better. So we I believe that the deeper that I began to know, love and respect myself, that that I could allow other people to share that with me. Definitely, because we are uh, teachers. We are teaching others how they're going to treat us. Exactly. I love that. That is that is golden. We teach others how to love and respect ourselves only when we have it in ourselves to to share, because all love comes from self self love for sure. So those are very important points to notice, like I was overgiving. And I was uh, not ignoring red flags or kind of like diminish red flags, knowing, but I, you know, I diminished, I knew it. Um, and or looking for someone to validate uh, your experience, waiting at someone's going to validate. So those the opposites, they're going to teach. That's what is important. First of all. Acknowledge, ignore, acknowledge your feelings and needs. And that is a very important part because you are stepping into that mature yourself, wise self, taking care of your, your wounded part of ourselves that we have it. And, um, and speaking about your, your feelings and needs are important because someone, we want someone who validate, who listen. Uh, you want to have a partner in your life who you feel comfortable to be vulnerable. You don't need to be uh, stepping and pretending to be a uh, superwoman, super D, you know, or superman, uh, be somebody very special and uh, twist yourself as a pretzel or be a chameleon, which is very often happening, that we sacrifice so much of ourselves in relationship that we, on the end, we don't know who we were. And very often, uh, people who went through the breakups, that's what I, one of the obstacles that they're afraid to get a commitment in the relationship because they don't want to lose themselves. I agree. And so I'm going, I'm an advocate for meditation, as I know you are too. And what a great way to really uh, dive into your own center and to know and learn about yourself is through meditation. Yes. That's another way to gain your power, to pause, to don't trust all of it that your mind speaks or your emotions. Emotions like ego emotions and usually connect with the past. When we start grounding ourselves in our body, start connecting with that part of ourselves that it's wiser, that it's wiser beyond, I call this higher self, um, that has the voice, but we ignore that voice for a long time. Yeah, and just for the listeners, so they know, episode 16, I talk about discover who you really are. And then in episode 17, I have a meditation on discovering who you are, which would be a really good, great foundation to claim your power, which is your step number one. So what about step two? What do you know that you should do next in order to guide your clients to find the love that they are looking for. Yeah. So first recognize that you taking some responsibility, how you show up in that relationship, past relationships, great teachers. 
And then you kind of, we have to complete the past. Mm. You have to clear that past because mm. to create something new demand, demand to look at uh, where's there some residue that stays in out or like, where is there maybe some um, stuff that is holds in our hearts and um, or in our psyche that it still holds some uh, some parts of it and uh, doesn't want to let go. Maybe we're still angry with our ex ex partner. Maybe still hold the grudges, and it's to create um, advocate for that happy, healthy, joyful love that is based on equality, that equal equal partnership. It demand a whole person. So that comes with that climbing your power, cleansing the past. The more we create a room in our space and notice where we are showing up with still um, with anger, resentment, maybe we're showing that those uh, patterns still in different relationships, maybe with our parents still we hold something, with our siblings, maybe with co-workers, we still attract those. This is a great to see where we are showing those disappointments or painful patterns that we created in our relationship um, in our life. So we're first to kind of reevaluate the past through the process working with me. We going deeper into our um, core beliefs that those core beliefs were cre created a certain dynamic that created those relationships. And those core beliefs are created from zero to eight. And we recreate, and sometimes there is a deeper trauma and that needs to be healed. Uh, sometimes it might be reevaluate and um, what is how it makes you feel that you are uh, creating this life. And by recognize, and it's a somatic experience. This is not through, uh, that's what we diving deep in our body and knowing that there is uh, so much wisdom, but it also there's so much darkness. So it's like, we talked about gurus, it's the teachers from the darkness to the light, looking inside what is holding us back to create the belief maybe I am alone, I am not wanted. I'm not good enough. I'm not valuable enough. When we recognize that and how there's another big aha to recognize how I'm showing up in life by creating protective patterns. And that's create this old unsuccessful uh, relationships. Maybe there's some uh, things that we still have uh, also obligations. Uh, maybe there's still some vows inside your psyche. Um, you know, some of you might get married in church. I uh, speaking from my own experience that I still have un unfulfilled wish of that vow that I did in front of the of, uh, in front of God that I will be um, committed to that relationship, even if it was um, not working. Sometimes we have to do that deeper work, what is still holding us up in our subconscious that we are not completed. So complete our past, learning you know, how we showed up. There was a beautiful ceremony that we created of letting go of uh, through that process, opening what is the truth, 
because our wiser self it always tells the truth we created a lot of our lives our lives it's actually based on that truth because we are created by love uh, we created by um there's so much love and so much uh, wisdom that we have, but that wounded part of ourselves needs to be nurtured by by our like kind of reparenting ourselves, not our parents. We are reparenting ourselves, and we might take care about that part of ourselves to the rest of our life. That is a healing. The transformation is to awaken and know what is the truth that you fully worth to be loved and uh, you are uh, you are fully loved by life you are fully loved by others and you are fully start loving yourself and that is a beautiful journey because you start you start creating your your life that you want <laughs> absolutely all i really believe all love begins with self love and to really find that self love not only do you have to have the courage to go inward and take a look at um, all your actions and your life patterns, I really agree here with you. And I feel like what you see in a relationship can be all relationships, as you said, not just an intimate relationship. It could be friendship, platonic friendship relationship, a work relationship, and there are patterns. And when you kind of heal, when first when you notice and then you heal those patterns, that helps you claim your power, right? Yes, yes. And then, which is a bigger stretch, it's key number three. You know, with certain patterns are creating the same thing over and over. Yeah. So to create something bigger, we have to be stretched. They stretched our mind, stretch our heart and visualize what kind of relation we want in the future, how we are in that relationship, that we feel fully loved, that we feel acceptance, that we feel, um, and it's very sensible that you can even notice how you how you feel, how you sense the taste when you are drinking wine or eating dessert or kissing with someone and you feel fully safe and secure that you are celebrating with life, with, with that partner. Um, and it's such an amazing feeling, but we need to stretch. Sometimes when I talk with clients, the vision is very narrowed. Sometimes you ask for, you know, peaceful and very uh, respectful because someone did not have respect. But I would love to go to get a bigger vision that it's possible to be vulnerable. You know, that be fully authentic yourself and knowing that you're not going to be rejected, that you're going to be embraced. And you also... You're doing the same with your partner. You're honoring that partner. You are, it's a union of equal people that enjoy a simplicity of life with such a joy. How this makes you feel, Linda, when I'm talking about it, I see a smile. <laughs> you know, I, I so agree that visualization is so powerful. I know so, I don't know if it's still the case now, but everyone had these vision boards, you know, vision boards imagine your best life you know you'd have pictures of you in a loving relationship plastered all over it 
And I always feel that it's very, very powerful. But, you know, I also recognize that the universe doesn't recognize what we say. It recognizes what we're feeling and it reads our vibration. So I believe, you know, as a, as a coach, well, and a call for love, that when we're vibrating that love and we extend it to our friends and family, then that could spill over into a romantic uh, relationship because we are having that vibration, which makes visualization a little easier. Yes, and I even added more, not only visualization, but feelingness. Yes. You know, I felt my partner. I really loved my partner. I remember the crispy white shirt that I was holding on. I didn't remember the face. But I visualized that feeling that he is holding me so nicely, that kissing me, and and I feel so safe. I, even right now, I can see that vision. But I found the trees were around, green leaves like flowing, and the, the birds were chirping. And I felt that safe in those arms, and that crispy white shirt was like like extra. That was my thing, and. That brings that feeling of union. That's why I called it called union and partnership. Now we're calling this into this present moment. Because not only what it is, it's present moment. But bring that and stretch out yourself with that vision, bold vision. Bring into that present moment. And also we can create that uh, power intention to create that. And we need to be committed. That's another rule. You need to commit it to that vision because there is some stuff that we need to let go to create. We cannot create the same relationship from the same consciousness. That's really powerful. I really want other our listeners to hear that. You please say that again. You cannot create the same relationship or a better relationship with the same consciousness, correct? Yes. We have to be different. We have to show up differently. And to see what we need to let go and what we need to embrace. So we need to learn a new capacity and new skills, like skills like set the proper boundaries. Because we went, so when we look at this first step, knowing when we lost our power, this is going to guide us that I need to set this bold uh, boundaries and honoring myself. So when you're going to show up, even on a date, you know that you are worthy of love. And it's easier to even internally to feel, oh, I'm ready. I'm not going to just say yes uh, in an easier and fast way to because someone just say that I'm beautiful because you know that you're beautiful, Mm. but you are worthy of love in a different way. You're not going to rush relationship. You're not going to, you will know from that space of power you will know what you want. So you're not going to just show up because because you're going to know and you committed to yourself that you are looking for what you are committed to having respect. Respect, actually respect, it's a key to a love. Respect and respecting others. Yes, yes. Self-respect and respect others. That's the key to sustain loving relationship as well. Uh, trust. So when you're showing up from that space, you know that you're going to build a trust with yourself 
that you're not going to put yourself in a safe, uh, unsafe situation and you attract someone who's not going to be worthy of your attention. That's what I call magnetizing your partner because you are shifting your consciousness. But to create a loving life, you need to step into consciousness of love. And showing up, not until the some, someone's going to show up. You're going to show up now. You're going to start shifting and changing how you are show up with your friends, with your family. Maybe still you have some resent, someone has resentment towards their parents and you're still holding kind of like a uh, certain guilt obligation. Love, it's about speaking the truth with love and kindness, uh, but powerfully. So love, it's also, you know, I'm a love coach, but also truth teller. We need to be clear what we want and to change the way we are showing up um and then suddenly we are in a vibrational love making different choices doing what we dream about it maybe you know you were dreaming that someone's gonna give you a flowers maybe you can buy the flowers that was my thing I was buying flowers to myself not waiting until someone's gonna show up and buy me flowers um, because I, I hear once I heard once that you should date yourself. Yes, I love yes. that because you know what? If you can date yourself and love yourself. That's going to raise your vibration. You don't have to wait for anyone else to love you. You can, you can, you can start manifesting that in your own heart right away. Yes, and even go on a date by yourself. I practice art dates, so I went to a museum and focused on art. I explored, or I went to places that I never thought that I would go. So that's what it's changing your consciousness is also stretching yourself, stretching out yourself to the places that you would never thought that you would do or or try something new. Uncomfortable. You have to be uncomfortable to doing something because you're going to attract new relationships. As well, maybe you need to connect with your body and heal some parts like maybe, you know, uncomfortable, like expect that, you know, maybe there's something needs to healing like your sexual uh, energy. Maybe there is some wounding there. Maybe go to a places to, um, you know, learning how to communicate clearly, how to speak, maybe learn how to speak uh um speak on a stage and doing something that it were uncomfortable <laughs> so those are great things um I remember I learned I was dreaming to swim with somebody but I was not a swimmer and I signed up for the swim if I would wait for someone I would just probably <laughs> wait forever so I signed up for the classes <laughs> as adult to swim and then I used those skills when I traveled with my beloved so that is amazing journey to yourself and also knowing letting go of the expectation when he will show up <laughs> you know or she it's just so, or they, it's just so important to let go of the expectation because that brings the trust to life and trust love. When you put that in powerful intention, you will eventually, you will, with that consciousness, with showing up with love and joy and happiness, you are, um, you attract people, magnetize people. And when you love, 
you know, that is a big, bigger attraction. When you fully love and you fully yourself, you it's that's the biggest magnet <laughs> to attract right people. Right people, yes. Yeah, it's a call for love, and it's a call oh, to let go. It's a call to let go of fear. You know, fear can really um, squash your vibration. It can really paralyze you and inhibit you from moving forward. So really love blossoms and through surrender to love, we can let go of fear. So I really thank you for this conversation. I really love that you pinpointed the three keys. And I know that you have studied calling the one. Calling in the one with Catherine, with Ward Thomas, my mentor and beloved uh, a guide that helped me to get deep dive, not, um, not on the surface, deep dive, and uh, to create that last loving love that I really enjoy it. I will share all your um, links in the show notes. And I want to thank you for being on A Call to Love. Your message of finding love is a really beautiful message. And people need to hear that hope. They need to believe that there is love out there for them and that love always resides in us first. So I thank you for being on our podcast, A Call for Love. Thank you, Linda, for having me in your platform and share that beautiful love that we share as our friends and expanding that to others and knowing that everything is possible. Love is the truth. It's true. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. It would mean so much to me if you could share this episode with someone you feel could benefit from its message and subscribe to a Call for Love podcast to receive new weekly episodes every Tuesday. Head over to globalwellnesseducation.com to learn more.